Splash, splash, splash your sass, splash your sass. Hey with A, me, Quinn, Lee. Splash your sass, starting now with A, me, Quinn, Lee. Go. What up, fools? Welcome to the Splash Your Sass podcast. I'm your host, Amy Quinley. This is the unofficial Jeff Lewis Live After Show. And it is officially the final day that we have an episode where we are recapping a show that does not exist. But we've had some fun. We've had some fun. And we learned how much (laughs) we love and appreciate Jeff Lewis Live and everyone. So yeah, we're excited for them to be back. But in the meantime, what a fucking week, you guys. Okay, so Jeff took his kids, Monroe and Shane, to Paris. And whilst he was over there, the world was entangled in this captivating submarine story that I won't, I promise I won't talk about in details because we know the ending. And guess what? We could have known the ending on fucking Monday, according to director Titanic, James Cameron, who blew the whistle on this entire operation, this whole whoop-de-doo about nothing. And basically they knew the entire time. So yesterday I was like, oh my gosh, the entire world is finally unified in this exploration of the Savota. No, no, it was, we were hoodwinked. We were hoodwinked yet again to just create media hubbub and just give us something to distract ourselves okay and it worked so congratulations and rest in peace to those that popped to smithereens but also um just really quick about it okay so I was at the grocery store yesterday and the lady in front of me oh yikes she caught the cashier on a bad moment and she was trying to just make some polite small talk don't don't this is why you shouldn't no it's always nice to be fun and polite to our fellow humans, but not this time because the lady that was checking out in front of me, she goes, oh yeah, something about the submarine. Like at least we're not in the submarine. And the cashier was like, I can't hear one more thing about this submarine. Are you guys joking me? Does anybody hear, does you guys know about the migrants? Did you hear about the migrant ship? Probably not, but there was a whole tragedy with all these migrants and their ship crashed. It was horrible. And all we care about is these billionaires that paid and chose to do this. And I was sitting there like, yikes, I didn't even hear about the migrant thing. So yeah, I I get your point lady. But also let me just say devil's advocate because somebody's got to advocate for the devil, you know? And that's what Splash Assass is here for. So I get what she's saying. Like, it's feared that hundreds are left dead. So yeah, that is a huge, that's an unthinkable tragedy, but that is a heartbreaking tragedy. The submarine, the billionaires choosing to risk their lives on this submarine, which by the way, one of the guys who backed out, he was like, yeah, my son's friend did some research and scared the shit out of us. So we backed out and it's like, wait, your son's 20 year old friend doing some research. That was all it took to get you to back out. Like, that's what I'm saying. It was so obvious to anybody who did one second of research that this shit was sketchy. And they went anyways. So it's a, no offense, but it's kind of like a ridiculous tragedy. You know, like it's ridiculous that they were even down there in a janky ass vessel in the first place. So uncertified. So 
Yeah, it's just the migrant is a heartbreaking tragedy. And sometimes we just need a ridiculous tragedy to chatter about. Now, I did try to watch a clone documentary on Netflix. And honestly, I fell asleep because (laughs) I was exhausted. Okay. The one thing I did pick up from it was that they are saying theoretically soon enough, humans can glow in the dark. (gasps) What? I've never been more excited to be a human. What a time to be alive, y'all. Are you joking? If I could pick any skin color, it would be fluorescent fucking purple with a sparkle activation button or something. (gasps) Oh my God. I hope that I can glow in the dark. I hope that they can make my cats glow in the dark soon too, so that they don't scare the shit out of me (laughs) in the middle of the night when all of a sudden they just jump, they leap out of like a black hole. Like they just like popped out of thin air and land on my face. And (laughs) we all laugh. It's a great time here. Okay. So uh, speaking of last night, I did while I was in bed, I got this weird ass text. It was a casting text, like casting for a TV show, except I've gotten texts like that before and emails and stuff. But this was not like that. Like this literally could have been anyone. It was just from an 818 number, which is the Los Angeles area. And the text read, you guys, this is why it's so sketchy. Okay. The text read, a new TV show is casting women who cheated on their ex-boyfriends. Are you ready to reconcile in hopes of giving it one more shot? Reply with your contact info. Like there was no, it didn't say what production company, it didn't say anything like that is all it said. So in the text, you're supposed to admit that you cheated on an ex and then give your contact info. And I'm like, wait, is this, is this an ex trying to find out if I cheated on them? And like using this fake Hollywood number that you can easily get through Google voice. Like I, it was just, it's bizarre. So just I'm saying Jeff Lewis has taught me to keep an eye out for scammers. So I ain't falling for this one. But again, because I do get some casting stuff, I did. We've been over this. I applied to be on below deck, like literally saying that I would clean toilets as a stew. And I take it back. I I don't want to do it anymore. (laughs) They lost my window of um, willingness. And so... And so they did reply back, though, saying that I could be a guest. And (laughs) I was like, that's adorable. Do you have $60,000 laying around spare change? Actually, it's like 50% off, so $30,000. But that's my point. So in the casting email, they say that tip is included in this price. Now, riddle me that because in every single below deck spinoff, whatever that they have, the tips are always, that's like the big thing at the end of each charter. How much did they get for the tip? Except as viewers, I feel like, I don't know if you're on the same page as me. I never understand. I never know if it's a good tip or not. Like either way, I'm like, holy shit, that's a ton of money. Like you guys don't deserve that. Sorry, but I've worked in fields like that. Like that's ridiculous tipping. And when I say they don't deserve that, I'm, I'm, I'm just being sassy. I get it. They work super hard. But also these charter guests are essentially tipping the crew to just talk a bunch of shit about them. Like all of the crew members are the ones that get to do private interviews and have all the airtime on below deck. So all they're doing is roasting you charter guests and you guys are tipping them cash money to do it like thousands. Like 
Again, that's why I thought Below Deck would be a great job for me. <laughs> Talk shit behind the scenes and get straight cash in my grubby little paws. Perfect. Thank you. But when I saw this casting email, it confused me because on the show, they tried to make it a big thing like, oh, these charter guests were mad, so they didn't tip as much and whatever. But it's like, again, if I now know from behind the scenes that the tip is included in the price, then oh, again, we're all just being hoodwinked by everything all the time. Like, I don't get if production pretends to give different tips or if people can add additional money on top of it. But again, you're already dishing out so much. Sure, we're in like the tipping era, right? This is Taylor Swift's era. She's brought that word back from the fucking dead. I just saw Bravo advertising, like the new era of housewife. And I'm just like, oh my God, era, era, era. Like, it just makes me think of a fucking DJ trying to skip his record. Like, era, era. I don't. <laughs> oh, guys, it's Friday. What can I say? So um, I will give you guys some fun hinge updates just because it's Friday. Like, we need a fun, we need some fun, light chatter to lead us on our last episode before we can get back to fucking Jeff Lewis live recaps. Thank gosh. Um, but I have had fun with you guys. Love you. Okay. So one guy, he, he messaged me and he said, what's the worst pickup line you've ever gotten on this thing? And please don't say it's this. So obviously I write back. I'm so sorry, but it is most definitely this. And then he unmatched me. <laughs> <laughs> he unmatched me and <laughs> I was like dude what like I was fucking kidding like is your ego that big that you <laughs> you can't handle being the worst yeah so that was fun um and I'm just telling you guys this by the way because I'm a um, I was going to say young millennial, but whatever. I'm 31, not that young. And when people are always like, why are you single? Why are all these people that I know single, young, cute, whatever? Um, again, this is, I'm giving you the hard evidence. I am bringing the receipts to show to your mama. And speaking of mama, when I tell you what some of these boys fucking say and write, you guys, like, Check on the boys in your check on the straight men in your life that are on hinge in my area because they are not okay. They are not okay. Like, if I was their mother, I would be horrified that they write this shit. And, like, all right, so let's just dive in. Um, one and some of it's not that bad. Like, one guy he matched me and he said, You seem very intimidating, but it's really hot. Like, what? Okay, cool. Thanks. I am intimidating. And I promise it won't be that hot once you're on the receiving end of it. <laughs> I promise I am an angel. So then another guy, this was the prompt. The prompt is, we'll get along if dot, dot, dot. He writes, <clears throat> you're a little gay. I have very soft hands. What? does that even mean? What well, I genuinely don't, well, I have to be a little gay because you have soft hands. What is that? Do, is that a guy? I, I'm so my brain just breaks. My brain breaks. I didn't know soft hand. Okay. All right. Moving on. The next prompt, this guy, it said, this is a new guy, by the way, I go crazy for dot, dot, dot. He writes, <laughs> 
confident, kind women. Pluses include being pretty, big ass, big tits, and a big heart. Of course. Why, why wouldn't you? Big heart. You got to throw that in after the big ass, big tits. What the fuck? The same guy. It makes sense, though, because the same guy, another prompt was never have I ever. And he wrote been out of the country. Yeah, it sounds like you haven't even been out of your fucking house, bro. And you have just been living for the past 30 years on Pornhub. Okay, so if you want all of those and if you saw him, like, that's what I'm saying. You don't get to look like Shrek and then make these kind of demands out of women. Okay, it's appalling and I'm here to put a stop to it. Now, another guy. (laughs) This is ridiculous, you guys. Okay, the prompt is don't hate me if dot dot dot. He writes, I lose interest in you overnight. What? Don't hate me if I lose interest in you overnight. That's a very valid reason to hate you, sir. Why the, what the fuck? Like, oh, so you can love bomb me one second and again, hoodwink me into thinking that you actually like me. And then just because you preemptively told me this might happen, if you wake up one day and ghost me, never talk to me again, I'm supposed to be like, well, he warned me on his hinge prompt. So he's allowed to be a piece of shit. Like, what, again, check on these men, somebody. Another one. (laughs) I take screenshots of these fools because, again, I can't believe that they exist. But this is what I'm up against. So the prompt was, my biggest date fail, dot, dot, dot. He writes, meeting up for lunch and got there early to use the bathroom, then proceeded to pee on my pants accidentally. What the fuck? How old are you? So what do you mean you peed on your pants? I, I can't. As if that's not a secret to take to the fucking grave. Remember what I said? Don't do anything that you wouldn't tell your best friend about. This is something you should only tell your best friend about, okay? That is the only person that needs to know that and not girls that you potentially want to suck your dick. Now that we know that it's sitting in pee-soaked pants all day. Oh my God. Oh, Prince Charming to the rescue. So the next one, another prompt, the quickest way to my heart, dot, dot, dot. He writes, eye contact, work ethic, and a great nipple. A great nipple. What even qualifies as a great nipple? I don't know. I feel like mine are big and like a little like cow udders, but like I love them because they're mine. Okay. We don't nipple shame or body shame on Splash's ass. But what we do want is a new dating app. I want a new dating app called Hard Stop. And the marketing tagline can be stop making it hard and get hard instead. I don't know. We'll again, workshop all of these ideas, but something like, what are your hard stops? Like, what is something, again, this guy, he wants a great nipple. Okay. So if all these girls don't qualify with their great nipples, then they shouldn't even see your profile. You know, like you should only see the nipples that you want to be with. Like hopefully, hopefully not everybody is as shallow that their hard stops are about nipples, but you know, again, everybody gets to be different. So my hard stop would be, snorers, hoarders, cheaters, and eaters. I dated a guy who was so obsessed with food that even at the end of the night, he would raid the fridge so hard that when we were supposed to still be in like the fun honeymoon phase of dating, he was so fucking full 
of nachos and this and that, that by the end of the night, the only thing that he could get up was the fucking toilet seat as he lifted it so that he could shit his brains out and then crawl into bed and try to touch my little cute body. Like what? Like no, with its cow nipples. (laughs) You guys, I'm joking. We got to joke about ourselves. Okay. We're all great. As long as you're trying your best and not accidentally peeing on your pants. I don't even know what that was. Honestly, I think the more that we just get over the whole fucking body thing, because again, I will always say Beyonce got cheated on. Okay. And Beyonce's a little angel and has like the body of a goddess and just like the talent alone. Like if somebody like Beyonce gets cheated on, then what hope does anybody in this world have? And so for girls, boys, non-binary, anybody. So I I guess the moral of the story is that if you want to have a partner that you can fully control, then yeah, it's about to become interspecies dating and get your robot charged up because you're either going to be dating a robot or an alien soon enough. I don't know which will come first. (laughs) Wait, guys, how did I get on to cheating and cow nipples and all this stuff? (laughs) Like, what the fuck? I want to go back to talking about my glow-in-the-dark purple skin soon enough. Actually, what I really want to go back to talking about is Jeff Lewis Live. I am so excited that they will be back from Paris. I hope they had the best fucking time. I'm sure that the streets of Beverly Hills have missed them dearly. And I know that we have over here at Splash of Sass. Oh my gosh, I can't wait to hear about the food, the adventure, the cuties, everything. In my dream world, Monroe would be the guest (laughs) on Monday's show so that we could (laughs) hear the trip from her point of view. But I guess we'll settle for Jeff's. And again, we're so excited. So in the meantime, follow Splash of Sass podcast on Insta, like, subscribe, all that shit. Rate, um, tell friends, tell enemies, tell everyone in between and have the best fucking weekend ever. (gasps) Yay, you guys, by the time we talk again, Jeff Lewis will be back stateside and hopefully he brought something for all of us. Hopefully, it's like dad's back from his trip. Like, hopefully he brought us gifts. Ooh, can't wait. All right, I love you guys so much. Talk to you Monday. Bye. Splash, splash, splash. Splash your sass, splash your sass.